Yes, he is Y and B Collins. You are so heavy. You are so heavy. Let's try that again with you. Go ahead, take your sip. Take yeah. your sip. Oh, okay, okay. You, you unnecessary behind. <laughs> you want to go Rev since just just. It. I mean, Rev Ross here. <clears throat> so this is YMB Collins joined by my brothers. Uh, this is the Benchmark Podcast where we're going to talk about not critical thinking but personal experiences, so we can go ahead and live through this crazy thing we call life. My brothers here today have uh, stuff to get off their chest. They're a little bit frustrated with life and the workforce. They want to what? Share their experiences, talk about it, figure out how we can go ahead and make things and do better. So we have with us... Brother Wolf. And you already heard his voice. Rev Ross here, as always. And joined by Satellite, so if things get crazy, you know. Technology. I blame Elon Musk for everything nowadays, and it just works. So, with that said, uh, who wants to go first out of you two? Well, I mean... Uh, I mean, I don't know. I want to leave this to Brother Wolf at first because he had... His 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 last week has been a I little mean, bit rougher than mine. It, it, it's definitely... Uh, I've, I've gone through my moments this week, uh, both at, at dealing with stuff at home and at work. But the con- but the concentration of the stuff at at work has been uh, basically dealing with uh, situations with uh, these uh, youngins and their interactions with the workplace. And how old are you? Um, not quite a youngin and not quite an olden yet. <laughs> I'm an in betweenin. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> He's older than me, and I'm forty. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> you have gray in your beard. And that's not the only place there's gray, but <laughs> T M. Wow. I'm just, just saying. Just Rev, can you bless the evil from him? <laughs> All right, continue. Just remove so. the family from the mark. <laughs> Just to say, this mess, uh, this uh, particular episode is not Eve for everyone. <laughs> Lord have mercy. God have mercy. <laughs> I'm Catholic. I get to say it. <laughs> well, and I'm Christian. We we believe in sort of the same thing. <laughs> Y'all believe in the same thing. It's just specifics others agree on. Yeah, it's just just the specifics and everything. I believe but you're not doing like a good job. That's what I do believe. Uh, I believe the. Pope has an interesting hat. Does that make me bad? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Wow. <laughs> this is not how so, we get sponsorships. You know that, right? What, are we trying to get a sponsorship from the Catholic Church? I don't think they have any money, brother. <laughs> I'm just saying. The Vatican doesn't have money? Whoa. Oh, not in, whoa, oh, whoa, They whoa, filed for whoa, bankruptcy. Whoa. I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, no, no. We're going way too far off topic. Go ahead. Wait, wait, wait. The, the, the church in America might have filed for bankruptcy. The Vatican? The Vatican. Oh, okay. Probably well, they, not, sir. Well, they probably, well, I guess they ain't sharing. I don't know what the heck is going on. I thought you were supposed to share. Well, you know, you okay, divide so... your finances, so you don't have to pay all them taxes. Oh, no, whatever. We'll, we'll, talk about. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. GE brings good things to life. Anyway. Uh... Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to get a copyright strike now. <laughs> 
I don't know about so, that. That's like free advertising, right? Yeah, there. actually, so I, I think we just helped all of them out just to say, you know, they any any kind of uh, news is good news for them right now because they are already at the you know that lower level right now. <laughs> but continuing on with it, so uh, yeah, I had an interesting week. Uh, this whole intro, <laughs> <laughs> like that was my this background the whole right intro. there. So uh, I had a pretty interesting week as far as dealing with, um, you know, having different people have to call out for different reasons, um, having different people going to the hospital for different reasons. I had uh, starting off with my uh, with my week on Wednesday. I had a uh, um, my 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 wife's uh, father. I uh, had to go into the hospital, uh, had to have like a heart situation happen. That was right before like my two day, like that was Wednesday. My Thursday and Friday were both off. So I was getting ready before that to have some, you know, at, at least to have uh, what I thought might have been preemptively an, an easy two days. It was not. And then immediately after that, uh, he he had to go into the hospital uh, that morning after spending the entire night with him uh, and my wife in the hospital room, uh, my mom had surgery. Thankfully, the probably the best part out of the week was on Thursday. Uh, her surgery went, you know, pretty easy without any uh, hiccups or anything with that, knock on wood. And uh, after that happened, uh, we went to go see him back at the hosp- <coughs> hospital. He Bless regained. You. Oh. Must have been telling the truth. He regained consciousness, and uh, that that was a good thing on on Thursday. Uh, he still had the breathing, breathing tube down his uh, throat, but Friday, immediately after that, um, he was able to have a, a surgery in which they did on him, and they uh, installed a pacemaker in him. Now, while that was happening. Uh, also on Friday, uh, my son had an EKG in which he had to go ahead and take care of, in which he uh, had the shakes and it, we couldn't figure out what was going on. But eventually uh, we found out that there was a, a medicine that could help him with that situation. And uh, they did a sleep study on him on that day. And they found out that it was helping him what they, what they realized. So that was good things for it. So after... That Wednesday, that Thursday, and that Friday, I come back on Saturday. So wait, 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 wait. Let's just recap. So your son's in the hospital, your father-in-law's in the hospital, your mom's in the hospital, and what else did I miss? Uh, that uh, that that would be a uh, well. Uh, also, there's a part that I haven't gotten to yet. So at work, there that there was, and and any listener of the show would know this is the fact that there was a um, there was a, a a woman who worked for me who's a very nice uh, girl, and uh, she had a situation where as she didn't get her um, her dental stuff taken care of, and unfortunately, uh, it it turned into an abscess which became infected. And uh, she started getting sepsis and a bad infection and her face swole and it blocked airways. And eventually she had to have an emergency surgery done. Uh, But she came back on Saturday, which was uh, yesterday since we record on Sundays. And so uh, with her coming back on Saturday, you know, she had a big like bandage over her neck and everything like that. 
Um, but also uh, because of the situation that we've had several people that were on vacation this week previously. This this was you know long before that, and these people have had uh, one of them is uh, out of town. Another one is like you know uh, unreachable right now at this moment. And so we had those situations going on. And so that was my Saturday. But, you know, the good news was Saturday night we had coverage. Uh, but she was just coming back and to work an eight-hour shift. Apparently it was too much for her. Because on Sunday, uh, immediately afterward, which was today, uh, she couldn't come back tonight. So we had that absence, plus we had uh, one person that unfortunately uh, had a headache and a tummy ache. I'm not going to judge. I'm not going to say that the reason why is because, you know, uh, in, in a certain generation, a headache and a tummy ache still meant you would come to work. And and me and several other people were talking about that at work today. But in this current generation, it means you do not come to work. You know, and that, that's not that's necessarily that. a bad thing because I, I I I get it. I get it. There, there's there's I mean, two sides to this coin. Definitely. A, there's a difference if you uh, drink yourself stupid. You, right. You go to work. And this is but the issue you, was yesterday he was perfectly fine. So we're pretty sure that he went out last night and we're pretty sure that that probably contributed to the situation. Because uh, I was going to say it's completely possible. So for those who don't know any better. We're recording in the middle of February right now, yeah. also known as Mardi Gras. Yes, yes, yes. And unfortunately, you can hear my voice. I don't have one because I've been in the I've been in a few parades, and I've been talking and screaming and yelling, and I don't have a voice because you can't hear anything when the speaker is what ten feet away. Exactly. So, and and by the way, because he's under twenty one, I'm going to say this is unverified, but we have a feeling. So uh, that that's all I'm going to say. Uh, as far as the uh, the young woman that was supposed to be working with him back there in that particular section of the store, the one who had the uh, abscess and whatnot. No, 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 no. This, this, this is the, the that's the front of the store. This is the back of the store. So this is like three different situations that are going on oh, in which I am, you know, currently overseeing the operations of uh, at at the store. And so uh, in the back of the store, uh, she last night was uh, at one of the parades and unfortunately her car got towed, which, you know, uh, dealing with the, uh, the youth and the patients. I drove around for about 30 minutes to 45 minutes yesterday trying to find a parking spot. I was not happy. I had a car full of people that were all like, you know, saying this, that and the third luckily I eventually uh, found a good spot and I went there, but I specifically looked to make sure because I know they ticket. I know they ticket the hell out of this. The or super just parades, your car. <laughs> yeah, or uh, what happened to her, which was her car got completely towed uh, and she didn't have the money in order to get it out of the, the tow yard today. So that, that, that really sucks for her, but it also sucked for us because what would have been essentially um, seven people working in a large scale retail store instead was four people lurking, working in a, a, a large retail store for the entire day. All I hear right now is the classic saying that got altered. 
poor planning on your part now constitutes a goddamn emergency because you didn't do right. Yes. Uh, coincidentally, I have hired. Uh, I, well, first of all, I had about three interviews that I did uh, this past week, and I had hired uh, two people. But our applicant tracking system was down, so I couldn't have them start until Monday. <laughs> Wait, you can't just write it in that, you know, George showed up for work. No, you cannot do that. You have to actually do it. The first step is you have to get them put into the computer first in order to avoid liability for the company. And no one at another store could do it and therefore transfer them over? Correct. And that's the and to, and to let you know the, the the funny part about this was was uh today was also um so I called no less than five people today to have them come in. And a big shout out and thank you to the ones that called me back. I, I if if y'all are somehow listening to this podcast which I'm not sure if the people that called me back were actually listening to the podcast, but those ones that are, thank you very much for calling me back. But in, in short order, none of them could actually come in. So, you know, I mean, this is one of the crappy parts about Mardi Gras yeah. traffic. You can't get, everything. they couldn't get to the store. Even if they did, even if they said, yeah. Hey, we wanted to come in, oh, yeah. you can't get to the store. What you got, Rev? People are decidedly um, more self-focused, less likely to engage. Rev? Rev? Oh. So while we go over those technical difficulties, uh, yeah, my my day was not the, the easiest day uh, definitely uh, today, but... It was part of, like, I saw a meme that said, this past week has been the longest year of my life. And that's, <laughs> and that, that's Rev, definitely you back? about true. Hello? Rev, are you back? Yeah. Rev? Can you hear us? Hello? Uh, I'll take that as a no. You cannot. But um, Hello? I can hear you. Can you hear us, Rev? Mm, no. Oh, well, looks like we lost Rev. But uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, th- uh, this has been uh, quite the interesting week, um, and I-, I I hope it gets better starting next week with the uh, new hires that we have come in. But I said the sucky part is is I feel as though we're gonna have to work these new hires uh, a lot harder at the beginning than I would like to. Um, I'm gonna try to avoid doing that as much as I can. But we don't really have a lot of people right now in order to sit up there. And uh, I and when I say work, I don't mean actually like put them through their their paces and stuff like that. I mean, just have them there more than I would like to in that environment. You know? Oh, so you're talking about working a, a, like a 15 hour position, making it work like 20, 25 hours. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and like I said, normally we would have people there for them to learn with slowly you know, cultivate themselves into their position a little better. But right now, because we have so many ailing people, we we are a team of people that have been in our positions for several years, but a lot of our people ha- are ailing 
so I'm I'm trying to think. There's a football analogy I'm missing here for a particular team, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I I would say that that's the dilemma that we're in. So let me make sure I am following. You've had three sicknesses in the family. You've had random callouts, no hires. And how many hours have you had to cover and lose days because you had to cover for it because you are a salaried manager? Right. I've I've had to work seven days, uh, you know. And yeah. I don't see that stopping till sometime after Mardi Gras. Right. Well, it, it, the the curious thing is, is is actually going to stop uh, right after Mardi Gras because I the vacation in which I had been asking for is actually uh, coming up right after Mardi Gras. My boss wouldn't give it to me until after Mardi Gras, which, you know, I, I keep reminding him, hey, that day is coming. It, it, it is coming because they they went on vacation and um, uh, some of the other managers, most of the other managers went on vacation and and after uh, the Christmas holidays were over. But I waited my time until uh, I made sure that I, I covered the uh, store and watched the base while they were away. And uh, then I said, hey, now it's my turn. So when can I go? I'm about to say the piper has to pay his due. Right. And so they said, well, uh, after Mardi Gras. I said, okay. Now, here's the obvious <clears throat> question. But let's set it up. You've been busting your ass. You've got your own problems to deal with. Do you feel that you've been fairly compensated? <laughs> See, the, 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 the interesting situation about that is um, most of the people uh, underneath me recently because of uh, a, a, a company-wide raise, uh, most of the hourly positions uh, just recently got a $2 an hour raise. Ooh. Hourly positions. You, what did you just say? Uh, not that. I long know. Long. I know. That's why I went. <laughs> the ooh was appropriate. Don't, don't get no. <laughs> so yeah, that, that that's the one dilemma in which uh, in which I'm running at is they haven't uh, yet caught up the salary positions to that uh, that raise. Which is one of the things that we've always hated is that what if you are salary, you work no matter what the day is. If you need to come in come in right you have to work this minimum but there is no defined maximum for the most part like you can only work so many days per week do do the or, or per day for federal law fine dandy whatever but if you need to come in eight days out of seven that's what you're doing i mean the store manager mentioned the fact that hey um i'm gonna get a hammock to match mine for you <laughs> well at least he loves you i mean i, I don't, I don't know to... so wait no the reason why why if you guys don't know what i'm talking about and by you guys i mean the uh the the listening audience we're talking about quiet quitting uh rev ross was with us but apparently the phone's dying or something i don't know what it is but we're talking about quiet quitting uh i'll go ahead and speak for him or not speak for him, relay the message. That sounds better. Um, he's working, he's dealing with his mother who's sick, so please always send well wishes. But dealing with a mother who's sick, dealing with a store that's running competently, he became, for lack of a better term, assistant manager without getting the pay that goes with it. And every time he turns around, 
somebody else is quitting in the store, meaning he has to cover more hours. Quiet quitting is now on the table. And those who don't know, quiet quitting refers to employees who put no more effort into their jobs than absolutely necessary and are likely to go ahead and use workforce time to go ahead and further their own lives and quit on the, on the sudden or slick or, or immediately. No two-week notices anymore. People just stop showing up. Right. And one of the one of the uh, young ladies that, that work at the job in which I work at, uh, the one that wasn't on the schedule today, but uh, actually she uh, she quiet quitted last week um, and uh, she was going to another uh, another place in order to go ahead and work do the same job that she does there. Um, luckily though, uh, we, a, a group of us called her and was like, please don't do this to us. Find out how, you know, uh, we, we'll, we'll check to see how we can make it work. Even if it means you have to cut back on hours, you know, have to be a certain time and stuff like that. Um, and for one, uh, somehow she found it in her heart in order to sit up there and actually come back. So, uh kudos to her for that even though we felt kind of bad for the initial situation hold on one second rev are you there rev hello can you hear us rev hold on hold on rev hold on can you hear me can you hear me now rev it, boy <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's uh, uh, we actually did have a quiet quitting kind of uh, situation happen uh, last week for us. But like I said, we were able to rebound for it, communicate with her a little bit better and, uh, you know, find out from her what did we need to do. Um, but we also assume that this won't be able to continue this way because yeah, means, you're kicking the can down the road. Yeah, because she's going to be working overnight now in at our job, which that's a lot. You know, any overnight job is very strenuous. Plus, you throw in another job on top of it, and and whatever your home life is. Because let's break it down for you: you're a husband, you're a father, you're a manager. You're an uh, a, a owner, you're a podcaster, you're a uh, a best friend, brother. You you got a lot on you. And how are you going to balance that without the proper compensation to make things easier? And that's the concern we're getting at. You want me to be able to run this store, but you're not giving me the what tools necessary to run this store. I mean, that's what it feels like sometimes, but I I, I also know uh, now being in, um, I can barely say that I'm middle level. I'm, I'm middle level in the company management, but because of the fact that basically I'm, I am the in charge of the store for most intents and purposes. I'm the ops manager. I am in charge of the day-to-day operations of the store. Um, and, I, and with that situation, I know that sometimes certain situations can't be helped. And and even though I have almost the complete control in order to make decisions happen, um, I know I can't yeah. certain ones, you know? This reminds me of a guy I knew. He worked at a uh, store that sold video games. And 
he gave out more hours than he was supposed to. And anytime management would go ahead and question him, he'd look at him and say, how do you expect me to run a store with one and a half people? And there is literally pushback from management, which means they expect you to run the store with one and a half people. No, that's inane to the highest degree. So asinine. And it really hurts my soul to see the inability of higher-ups to properly apply metrics. And if you don't get what I'm saying, what I'm saying is they don't know how to read the room. So my question for you is this. You're not in the position yet, but you're not going to start volunteering. You're going to start pushing stuff off and making sure you don't have to deal with it. And then you're not going to volunteer. You're not going to work overtime. You're going to do everything as possible to do the bare minimum. And if you still feel undercompensated or underappreciated, you have the opportunity to leave because you've been assistant store manager for how long now? Almost a year. So you can walk and go somewhere else. And this right here, the the loyalty that used to happen within most uh, companies and whatnot is no longer rewarded. You have to go laterally to go up. So what do you do to keep your sanity and are you going to stay? I mean, the class, should I stay or should I go? What are you going to do? Well, I'm I'm not going to say uh, what it is uh, right here on the podcast based off of the fact of the people that listen to the podcast. But it um, not that many jobs ago, and it's been rather good to me, I had a specific time frame in, in which I make the decision that if things don't happen within this time frame, I start looking elsewhere uh, already. So that time frame um, it is uh, coming up. But <laughs> the company in which I work with right now, almost as if they read my mind uh, right when I'm about to reach that time frame, that's right when I get some kind of push up. It's almost like they have a scheduled time frame, like, oh, he fits this profile, let's do this. It, I, I don't know if they've done certain research to find out how long it is before somebody starts looking elsewhere. I, I'm, I'm starting to wonder, because my, my time frame is not an abnormal one. It's one in which a lot of people have. I, I've done my research. That's what I'm saying with the demographics, if you're this gender, this race, or this socioeconomic status, or whatever your parameters are, they have a profile that says you need to make sure this person's on this pathway or let them go. Basically. I mean, I told you before, I'm the big dystopian future guy. Uh, in Shadowrun, there's this one story where the guy worked for a company for 25 years, and or like almost for 25 years, and on like the 22nd year, they gave him a pink slip because they effectively realized letting him stay, the pension's not worth it. So it's rather to cut him now. And that's what we're getting to. We're getting to the point where we will not be able to retire. We'll have to work ad nauseum, ad infinitum. So, I mean, how do you, like, I'm getting to that point myself. And I know Rev's dying. He's, he's dying on the cross. There's only so much you can do. So how do you maintain your sanity? What do you go ahead and tell our listeners to say, hey, you're in a shitty situation. This is how you keep your head above Shit's Creek. 
Well, I, <laughs> I, I had a conversation the other day with a, a coworker about finding bliss in the chaos. Um, and so what it is is you have to find your particular rhythm in a chaotic environment. The rhythm is going to get you. The rhythm is going to get you. <laughs> and so with that being said, um, uh, there is uh, a moment in which you will find equilibrium in whatever your chaotic surrounding is. And uh, it'll be up if you stick with it until you find if you can't um, not if you stick with it, if you can stick with it until you find that equilibrium, you'll reach a point in which you uh, in which either it will finally restore uh, temporary balance or it'll wobble out of place and then you'll have to go and so the the point is is you want to find a job in which you can reach that equilibrium no job is going to be perfect whereas you won't run into a chaotic moment okay i understand that as a bartender but let me uh give you this alternative what if you shouldn't stay with it so well, that's what i said there, there there is a point in which the equilibrium is too far gone that you you can't not, stick with something not even that it's not even should you it's why would you like case in point i'm not a fan of marriage because what the vows don't make sense sickness and in health you know rich or poor death do us part well you're telling me the company can do me wrong at any time but i'm supposed to say loyal to them that doesn't make sense to me so my concern is when do you go ahead and amputate soon if you know it's gangrenous well, much like with marriage, it depends on the the job of the person who who you who you're across from. Um, and like I said, uh, people have told me this, and I'm I'm pretty good at finding that equilibrium. Um, it'll take me a second in order to get there, but once I do, people have said I'm the calmest person at a particular job at that point once I once I have found it that way. Like there's chaos going on all around me and I can find that that moment in which I'm like, okay. And if anything becomes crazier, of course there's a there's the, another level and then it, it, there's a mellow level in which I'll never reach. But somewhere in the middle there is where I find my spot. Fair enough. And like I said, I no, you can only speak for you. Right, right. And, but, and and it takes you a while in order to get to that to to that point in it in you know life and in career, whereas you're you can get to that or you can find that equilibrium. So that's why I just want to know what uh if you had any other advice for maintaining the work balance, maintaining the life balance, and Finding a reason not to scream at the top of your lungs at everybody who's done you wrong or and or are idiots. You know what I mean? Um, something that I've also been doing recently in uh, the last few jobs I've did, it was successful at, is uh, my morning music, my morning motivation. You know, different uh, different words to listen to in the morning or different songs to listen to. That uh, so you mean like a playlist or what? Yeah, well, not like a playlist, but like different go-to songs. 
like you know one of you know several of my songs um but uh there's that well, share people want to know <laughs> well uh, i mean um uh, uh nonstop from hamilton that's one of them the 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 man is another one from Aloe black mm-hmm. um uh there's some uh eminem not a, um not afraid mm-hmm. that's another one um but there's several I'm sorry this still sounds like a playlist <laughs> I mean uh there's also some um even though I, I know certain people don't like these particular people but uh TJ Jakes or uh, the the pastor Oh TD Jakes TD Jakes I'm sorry. That sounds like who's TJ Jakes I don't <laughs> TD Jakes um Steve Harvey has some words that he he says What about Pastor McClurkin? Um Pastor McClurkin? Donnie McClurkin. I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know that one, but uh, yeah, there's there's several ones in which I uh, in which I go ahead and, and listen to in the morning first thing I get up. Also, something new that I learned this year. I was this year's old in order to sit up there and find it out. This is not an easy thing to do. Me and my brother have talked about this, but um, when you have your alarm go off in the morning, do not snooze your alarm try to wake up that first ring i know it's not easy to always do but even if you have to set your alarm further back (laughs) in order to sit up there and make sure you 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 catch it do that because you do not want your first action the moment you wake up to be an l i heard somebody say that and it has really helped me out recently got a specific example well, uh, like, let's say, uh, for instance, this is me. Uh, let's say that you have to uh, you have to get up and be out the door for, I don't know, um, let's say seven. Let's make it easy. Numbers. Yeah, let's say seven. Sometimes a person would set their alarm for, let's say, six o'clock, right? And then they would let their alarm go off and snooze it and hit it for 610. And then they would let their alarm go off and snooze it and hit it for 620. Instead, if you notice a pattern, whereas you are always double snoozing or you are always single snoozing, instead of doing that, set your alarm for 620. And set it in your mind that that's it. You are not going to snooze. You're going to wake up, and that is going to be the defining start of your day. Uh, For 610... Same thing. Let's say you only snooze it once. Set your alarm, and that will be it. You set in your mind that I am not going to snooze this alarm, uh, and that that'll be the defining moment because it makes a big difference. Uh, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to Monica, my mother. One of the things she taught me to do a long time ago: don't sit there and pretend. When I was young, I'm about six, seven years old. She had two twin beds. I slept in one, and on the other side, I did what? Had my socks, my drawers, my pants, my shirt already laid out. So all she had to do, wake me up. I go to the bathroom, brush teeth, brush hair, get fresh. There's breakfast. Clothes are right there. There's no excuse. My bag's packed. Everything's ready to go. So if you make it so that way, before you get into that bed, you have your lunch already packed. You have your clothes already ready to go. Your TPS report's filed. All you have to do is what? Hit the alarm one time, get the stuff and go. 
So, yeah, the beginning of your day makes a big difference for the rest of your day. And that'll help. Now, what about dealing with uh, shitty employers? What, what, what advice do you have for that? Know your worth. And if they don't recognize it, it's time to look somewhere else. Fair enough. Is that everything? Or is that just too classic to not change? You know what I mean? I think that's what it is. These are the two simplest answers that I have. Fair enough. Now, with that said, uh, is it closing time, brother? I think it's closing time. So I'm sorry, Rev Ross, uh, disconnected, but neither here nor there. This is uh, Wine B. Collins joined with. Brother Wolf. And with that said, guys, know your worth, know your value. And if somebody doesn't want to treat you well, whatever the relationship, feel free to go ahead and walk away. Dr. Maya Angelou said it best. <clears throat> Make yourself the priority. There you go. Love y'all. Thank you for listening to the Benchmark Podcast, a product of Benchmark Media, LLC, where we always attempt to establish a positive benchmark. We would like to remind everyone that the views and opinions expressed are strictly the views and opinions of each individual, and those views do not reflect the stance of Benchmark Media. Any opinion stated is not to be construed as professional advice or help. Please contact a professional for any help you may require. We would like to thank all of our guests for today and also for contributions of our listening family. Remember to contact us at therealbenchmarkpodcast at gmail.com or www.therealbenchmarkpodcast.com or you can follow us on social media, Facebook, or Instagram. And if you'd like to be a friend of the show, you can donate to us on our PayPal. You can give me a drink. All rights reserved by Benchmark Media, LLC.